I would like to thank Father Pete Johnson and all of your parish family for inviting the Fathers of Mercy to give your uh, annual or biannual parish retreat or your mission. And so I, I hope to be able to be our Lord's voice in some way. Uh, so it won't be so much for me, but for his glory. So if you could please keep that in mind, that it is our Lord who wants to change your heart. So I thank you again for inviting us to come. Jesus answered them, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Amen, amen, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. I often wondered why this was said after the Greek had come to see Jesus. What is it that the Greeks wanted to do? What did they want to say to Jesus? And some scholars have speculated that perhaps the Greeks were inviting Jesus to come to their, tour, their territory to spread the truth. But our Lord said, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified what was he saying? He was saying, I've come to Jerusalem to die. Not to go to safe Greek territory, but go right in the midst of his enemies who desired to persecute him and see him dead. He goes there to die. Why? Well, because he's in love with our souls. There's no greater love than to die for one's friend. And our Lord chose specifically to do the will of his Father in heaven and goes to Jerusalem knowing what will happen. And the crucifixes that we have, they show us the love of God, but they don't do us the justice. Our Lord did everything he could. He endured the suffering, the humiliation, his body was beaten, he was scourged, crowned with thorns. He, he died a humiliating death between two thieves, and it was excruciatingly painful. God could have chosen any other way to redeem us, but he chose this way, and why? Because there is no greater love than to die for one's friends. And our Lord died for us even though we were sinners. We were not yet his friends, which shows the depth of his love. And he loves every human person, not just together with the whole human family, but as if each person were the only ones that existed. And he died for that person. That is you and I. Our Lord pulled out all the stops. He didn't just die. He suffered excruciatingly, and he shed the very last drop of his blood. And we say, God doesn't love us? 
And as Christ the head, so Christ the members, that's you and I, members of his mystical body. It's easy to say that we love, and it, it is convenient. It is easy to love when it's convenient, when everything goes well, and when it's returned to us, the appreciation, the gratitude. But would we be willing to die to ourselves when it is inconvenient? You and I are members of Christ's mystical body. Will we die to ourselves? That is what our Lord is calling us to do. To die. That's what Lent is all about. It's not just about giving up certain things to see if we can do it. It involves a certain change in our life. We learn to say no to some legitimate things so that we can say no to all of the illegitimate things. In other words, we want to die to sin and to selfishness and self-pride. It involves a change. Our true joy can only consist in that. Unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it just remains a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. So my brothers and sisters in Christ, are we willing to die to our selfishness and our pride. And that's what the mission is all about. It's about coming to Jesus Christ so that he can stir in your hearts a new flame of love, a new devotion, a certain firmness to overcome the enemies of Christ, that is, our sins and to grow in holiness. It's amazing how many people are unhappy in this life, and why is that? Because they will not die to the world. They will not die to the flesh. They will not die to the devil and refuse him. Many want to find happiness from what this world has to offer. But Jesus himself says, what good is it if we gain the whole world and lose our soul in the process? God alone can satisfy the needs of our immortal soul. God alone can fulfill us. So many times we try to find happiness from the pleasures of the world or human praise or human relationships and so forth. And we're like wheels spinning in the snow and we don't get anywhere and we're not fulfilled. Why is that? Well, because we're not looking where we need to for our true fulfillment. St. Augustine, the good father and doctor of the church says, our hearts are restless, O God, until they rest in you. So that's the point of the mission. My job is to come in 
and talk about the basics of our faith, about God, about the Blessed Trinity himself, about the sacraments, about trusting in God's plan for our salvation, so that there can be restored enough a new flame. Because we live our faith in and out every day, day after day. We go to church and then we get busy. But sometimes we forget about why we're even here. So I beg you, come to the mission. Let Jesus Christ touch your hearts. Let him fulfill your soul. God knows you. He treasures you as if you were the only one, as if you were the apple of his eye. And he desires your perfect happiness, your perfect fulfillment in love. But if we keep turning to the world to find that, we won't find it. Let us turn our hearts to God. Let us die to ourselves and say, Lord, enter into my heart. My brothers and sisters in Christ, we are in a desert. We're in a desert. And we need water. The water of God to fulfill the needs of our human soul. During the mission, Father Pete and I will be available so that you can be reconciled with the Good Shepherd, so that you can be not only forgiven of your sins, but healed in mind and soul, and experience the refreshment of being in love with God again. I could say anything I wanted to, but don't come for me, come for him. He's the one that's inviting you. He longs for you to come so that you can be one with him and be fulfilled in him. Confession available every night. The opportunity to be in the presence of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, every night. You give a little bit of your time to Jesus, he's going to pay you back a hundredfold. Think about it. Is our Lord inviting you to come to the mission? I think he is. If you can't come all five nights, come four. If you can't come four, come three. If you can't come three, come two. Come one night of the mission in your very busy schedule and allow our Lord to touch your hearts. You will be amazed at what he does for you. Our Lord is madly in love with your souls. The question is, while he's knocking, at the door of your hearts, will you let him enter? Because he will not impose himself upon you. It's a relationship, a two-way relationship. Our Lord is not going to force himself upon you. You can choose to let him enter. Is he knocking on the door of your hearts? And if for whatever reason you are not able to come to the mission, I beg you, please pray for the success 
of this parish mission, that our Lord may restir a new love for the Blessed Trinity in the hearts of all the parish family members. Please pray for the success of this mission. Our Lord is madly in love with you, and he desires to fill your hearts with his flame. My brothers and sisters in Christ, outside of God, there is no permanent refreshment, no true fulfillment. We need God. Come to the mission and be fulfilled in his love. Amen, amen, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. God bless you all.